If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, the Ranking Tracks podcast and the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Bored to Death Bingecast, where the Bored to Death clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckccradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Well, it's the A Show. had him in like all prosthetics and everything like that so he was just basically oh so it wasn't just eli manning walking on to penn state being like uh i'm gonna be your quarterback they're like pretty sure you're already retired exactly like so he showed up to like only person who knew that he was eli manning was the head coach oh okay so like all the assistants are seeing this guy fucking throwing bombs and stuff like that it's hilarious oh my god I want, like, a show where, um, God, who would be a good person to do this? Just, like, who's a, who's a, uh, uh, a marginal? I want, I want, like, Chris Carter, who's, like, a marginal NFL, like, media, just, like, try to walk on on fucking, like, in Clemson. Just be like, hey, I'm here. And they're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> here to do it again. Get yeah. drafted. Go back to college. And with that, welcome to the A-Show. None of us are Chris Carter. I wish Chris Carter was here. He was awesome on First Take. back. No, he he was on First Take. He was on First Things First. Oh, yeah. So we're uh, we're here today. I was told I had to read something, but I don't know what. So before you read that item... Yeah. First and foremost, uh, congratulations to the, the governess of Grand Slam Wrestling, Rebecca Johnston, for defeating Joey Image. <laughs> soundly. Quite soundly. 
And, um, yeah, because we posted it and we're like, the last show we put up, we were recorded it so early that we were like, we're happy to report nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Joe was going on uh, an anniversary vacation and we, we wanted to make sure that we got that all taken care of. Yes. yes so, yes. congrats to Rebecca with her, um, sensational Sherry, uh, returning to Shawn Michaels' main event. Turning Excellent. on the Harlem Heat in 1996. Turning on the Harlem Heat. You know, when she said, I'm drafting Harlem Heat first, I was like, I'm sorry, what are you doing? <laughs> she had a plan, man. Plan all along. She did, and she was very proud of it. She told me earlier in the day that she told her husband, Charlie, that uh, of the idea, he's like, you missed your calling as a booker. So... <laughs> Well, that said, we have a very different show for you today. Oh, extremely different show today. It, it has never happened where we have had... Had what? On the show. Well, so, say, say it again, Matt. You broke up a little bit. Um, it's never been before that we have had contestants who are completely identical yeah. on <laughs> yes. the show. <laughs> against each other. So... For joining us first and foremost, he is the strongest man in all the land. He is one half of the AIW Tag Team Champion bulking season. Arthur MacArthur, welcome to the A-Show. What's up? What's up, guys? What's going on, man? Uh, I am just... sure that you're excited that you no longer do that voice because you no longer have to do the voice for this entire podcast. Yeah, I can't I can't go, go with that. It's too much. It's just... <laughs> I've had my times where I'm just like, I, I can't. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta so, switch to my laptop here. I might sign out, but, but go ahead. Sorry. Um, so we had Hollow Wicked. You had Hollow Wicked. Wicked on By the Numbers, and he tried his best to do the Hollow Wicked voice for the entire episode. I mean, uh, that's how Hollow Wicked talks. At least it's not a gimmick. That's how he talks. Uh-huh. And, and um, he was marginally successful at talking as Hollow Wicked for the entire show. Have ever so, told me all about that when it happened. I was like, that's hilarious. Um, Arthur MacArthur, um, about a week ago, had the opportunity uh-huh. to wrestle the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I bet that was awesome. I uh, sure was. It was uh, would have been a little more awesome if Chuck Stone was healthy for it, but, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Chuck Stone being the other half of bulking season, um, I, I think the only AIW-adjacent people who listen to this show would be Joe Sposto sometimes when he knows people who are on. <laughs> uh, the, the Pod Van Dam guys. Um, mostly Ed, and your opponent, and Chris, I'm sorry, I'm going to text you Okay. Yes. this thing, <sighs> close out the, the TikTok thing. Yeah, close out my game where I built everybody. a bridge, although technically I'm building a bridge by doing this. So, Chris Decker... 
You I'm waiting. I'm waiting. The text message. The introduction that must be given. Oh my lord! <laughs> what? <clears throat> okay. Can you guys hear me good? Yeah, yeah. very great. All right. Cool. I, I switched to my now laptop. introducing back. <laughs> Since I am a fair man and the beef has officially been squashed uh, per canon on this show, making his triumphant return, the the hundred dollar Chris Chris you are required to read this or I will sign off the Skype. I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. The $100 Vansky, the Michael Jordan of Azriel figure collecting, the most professional toy collector, former ECW House of Hardcore attendee, attendee, the youngest upstart of early 2000s World Star Wrestling, the ace of the soon-to-be-named network, the star of At Odds with Wrestling and Porch Talk, the creator of the A-Show's Pick Your Opponent Reverse Draft, and self-proclaimed two-time, two-time A-Show Tournament of Champions winner, the man Adam Graham. I swear to God, I will re-record that if you'd like. Uh, it's typical for the A-Show. to Oh, my God. For, to, for, for you guys to do your research and on your own put together that list of accolades and then not be able to read through it. it like, first of all, I'm humbled that you would say all those nice things about me unprovoked. But, uh, unprovoked. But guys, as you said, the beef is squashed. Uh, I feel like uh, the bit, I mean, uh, the feud that uh, <laughs> the feud has gone on too long. And uh, many people have been saying it's been going on way too long. But uh, I think that this is a good opportunity uh, for me to face myself, uh, the most worthy opponent that we could possibly find, um, the other third of bulking season, Arthur MacArthur. So I'm looking forward to this. I think it's a good, uh, a good match. All right, dude. <laughs> Alternate half of the AIW Tag Team Champions bulking season. Yes, yeah. sir. The man who once got thrown out of the ring by Donnie Brass and was irreparably disfigured. <laughs> Wait a minute. The wild card of a man. Yeah. Adam Speaking Graham was a guy card. I worked with and I haven't thought of in years. And it's funny because you were mixing the man Adam Van and Kevin the man Graham. Kevin Graham, that's why. That, ah, that's, oh, that's wild. Yeah, that that's uh like Adam Van ordered on Wish is uh, Kevin Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He probably would have beaten Donnie Brass. Well, well, I just, uh, I don't go into business for myself. You know, I'm told to do something, I do it. Ooh. For Arnie's reference, Donnie Brass was a local guy who one time had a gimmick called the Iceman. And it wasn't like a Dean Malenko Iceman. It was like a bag of ice salesman Iceman. <laughs> so he was the he was the guy that drops off all the ice at the local quick stop. <laughs> 
His finish was to put a bag of ice on his opponent's chest, hit an elbow drop, and after the pin say, you just got ice. I would yeah. not believe it if I hadn't seen video footage of it for myself. Uh, Arthur, may I ask you, are, are you an Ohio native? I sure am. Cleveland, Ohio, born and okay. raised. Um, uh, what is the equivalent of, like, the Sheets Wawa out there in Ohio? There's absolute – we have Sheets everywhere, so – Oh, it's just sheets in Ohio? Okay. All right. Yeah, so there's zero Wawa's. I mean, I guess the next best thing to sheets is Get-Go's. Get-Go? Yeah, it's like a Giant Eagle brand if you have that wherever you are. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with when it comes to MTO down here, it's called the QT. I've, I've had that before. It's not up here though. It's not up here. Rats. So, um. So, I have a question for Arthur. Yeah. Sure. As a Cleveland native. One time, about 12 years ago, do you remember the summer of LeBron? I sure do. Taking his talents to South Beach? I sure remember that time. So, um, it was around the 4th of July, and my wife and I drove to visit some friends in Davenport, Iowa. And we stopped in Cleveland, went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we wound up in Public Square for fireworks. And there's like an orchestra playing, and oh my what god! We did do you remember there being an advertising campaign called "Home More Than Just a Player"? Home more than just a player. I vaguely. So I have pictures of this uh, uh, somewhere where they put billboards all over Cleveland that said "Home More Than Just a Player" because they were trying to get them to stay. <laughs> and they thought that this was going to be the way to do it. There was, at Public Square, one of the buildings, they took the lights in the offices and made them spell home down the side of it. Really? Holy mac! didn't work. Uh, a week later, he was gone. <laughs> was it a week later? No, it was a week later. Like I think it was like July 1st we were there for the thing. Wait, and so the problem was just coming home... To, like, hang out? No. He didn't see any of this, probably. Um, at the fireworks, they aired a commercial. Literally begging him to stay. I remember oh. that. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I sure remember that, though. <laughs> Please stay, LeBron, all that dumb shit. Was it was it as similar when, uh, when Adam asked Matt Cardona not to leave at Excite? We like no, don't go. I left by intermission. I don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> oh, I mean, you tell that story. That's right. In Johnny Moose's defense, which I very rarely do, uh, the main event was a cage match. So the only match after intermission was the cage. I wasn't even there. I just heard about it from Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so. We spoke of wild cards, and typically round seven is the wild card. Things are going to be a little bit different this time, though, because Adam and Artie are the same person. They kind of have to have some overlapping rosters. So Adam came up with this zany idea. I will give him credit. And, Adam, I will let you explain it so I don't fuck it up. Absolutely. So rather than, you know, have the seventh round be a wild card and, you know, just kind of, the way the A-Show normally does things, you know, no disrespect, but I figured we're going to mix it up and we're going to introduce wild cards 
that you can pull at any point during the draft where, let's say, for example, Artie picks with his number one overall pick, QT Marshall. And at some point during the draft, I can say, okay, for my eighth pick, I'm going to use one of my wild cards. I am also going to take QT Marshall. Okay, so, so there'll, be, there'll be two QT Marshalls. Yes. So, like, basically, I, we haven't agreed on what the amount of wild cards are. Um, but, like, I think that we had originally talked off the air about every third pick being a shared pick. So, like, I'm thinking I personally plan on going, like, 30 rounds to draft my show. So, 10 wild cards? Tell me if that's too many. How about... Since we're not doing it at the seventh spot, we do seven wild cards. I I can live with seven wild cards. So, again, you know, Artie takes QT Marshall. Now, I don't have to use my wild card right there. I can be like, okay, later in the show, okay, oh, for my 20th pick, right. my wild card is – my first wild card is going to be QT Marshall. So, uh, if you need to keep us honest, you'll just have to keep track of how many wild cards we've used of this. I, I, can, I can keep track of the, the wild cards. Do I have to use uh, all the wild cards? That's the oh, question. Absolutely. It is a use it or lose it situation. <laughs> they don't roll over. You don't have to use all the wild cards, but you do have to use every one that you draft. Yeah. That's fine. I, I got, I've got quite the plan here. Yeah, so, like, if, if there's absolutely nobody that I draft that you want, Artie, you, you don't have to use any. Gotcha. And as far as oh, I, I think you guys mentioned it before, managers or on-screen personalities, like, do they have to be drafted? Well, if I may, you can't use them if they're not drafted. But, like, if you wanted to, to again, say, I would like <laughs> Nick Camarado with QT Marshall as his manager, you know, that's fine. That counts as one draft pick. Um, but they have to be used together on the show. That's fine. Kind of like when Adam drafted all of Fortune, and he had to use all of Fortune together. It was a winning performance and a great idea. Okay. (laughs) So I would say that Adam is the innovator of the (laughs) A-show. Despite the fact that Joe's post was on it first. Um, You had to work your way up to me. That's fine. So, in case it has not become apparent from Adam's example draft picks, we are using the year 2022. So, anyone who has been a champion in 2022 can be drafted with their belt, and that belt comes off the board. You must say you are taking them with the belt at the time of the draft. Can you draft Cody Rhodes with the TNT belt, but also with the Bruce Peck? (laughs) Um, Wibbly, wobbly, timey, whiny, yes. It's so, like everybody, since you can do this, it's like in WrestleMania 2000, where if you pick the same guy, they get the different clothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it should be. There needs to be the the WrestleMania 2000 rule where you can only have four versions of that person. <laughs> well, I, I will just say before we get this started, I originally was going to pitch, uh, and I figured it would be too much, I was going to pitch... Uh, a draft where there were no rules, where you could hypothetically have, like, 1996 Cactus Jack facing, like, 2000 uh, Mick Foley or something like that in your main event. <laughs> like, just no rules to anything. Uh, but I figured that would be God. too much for, for anything. 
That would be a lights out version of the A show. It was going to be my clockwork orange house of like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Spin the wheel, make the deal. I'll ready to go for the just postal vote. I see. Yeah. Um, and it will be said because Artie is the newcomer, where Adam is the veteran. Artie gets the first draft pick. Okay. You draft. Until you have enough to build the card, and then from there, we take a break. You guys will build your cards, including finishes, winners, times, if there's a story to it. And then we come back after a brief commercial break that lasts a lot less time than the actual break, and you'll present your cards. Okay. So, Professor MacArthur, you are on the you are on the clock. Okay. Well, in you said anyone who's been active in 2022. When you yep. say active, is that how, like, what do you mean? Like, could they have had, like, one match? Sure. Well, technically, he had a match this year. Stone Cold Steve Austin, number one. Ah. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Good pick. That, that's that's awesome. good. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not on my board, but that's a, that's a good pull. Uh, I, for my first overall pick, I'm going to take Eddie Kingston. Oh. Mmm. Is that a, that a big year? Okay. All righty. I need this one for sure. Brock Lesnar. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I misspelled Lesnar. I put Lesnas. All right. <laughs> Brock Lesnas. I am going to take with the absolute and intense titles, Josh Bishop. Damn it! That's okay. I can make that up. Okay, I'm going to make some changes. All righty. Um, now, remember, Artie, you can still have Josh Bishop if you want to use one of your wives. I don't absolutely need him, though. You know? Gotcha. Yep. I have a backup plan. Um, my, my draft pick, I want the entire bloodline. Oh, Whoa! Oh. <laughs> That's a good pick, so, man. So, one thing to clarify, let's make sure of members here. That'd be uh, Roman Reigns, the Usos, and uh, who's the new guy they just got? Solo. But Solo. Are, you taking, Solo are you taking Sammy with you? Uh, you know what? Screw Solo. I want Sammy. Oh, <laughs> shit! Okay. And are you taking Heyman? Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. Are you taking Heyman? Uh, Heyman, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm taking Orange Cassidy. Oh! oh. <laughs> Those are always my favorite. Okay. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. Chuck, tell me why Chuck just told me we should sign up for an open mat wrestling tournament next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna. I'll deal with that later. Um, <laughs> Are we gonna this might come as a shocker, but I assure you, there's a reason I'm doing it, and I'm hoping Adam didn't have the same idea. I want Luigi Primo. <laughs> oh man, that just ruined my entire show. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right, with my fourth pick, all hail the Deathmatch King. I take Matt Cardona with Chelsea. Oh. And also with the NWA title. 
Uh, he's oh. been out. He's hurt, right? He's back wrestling now, but he started the year, you know, with all the belts. I could have had him be the absolute and intense champ, but I have other plans. Okay. We have, for my fifth pick, we got my trainer and mentor, Dominic Garini. Okay. Okay. It's a good, good pick. Just going to make a note here. Da, 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 da. All right. For my fifth pick, I will take the tag team with the AIW oh, tag team what? championship. You can't do that. Season. You do it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm gonna use my I wild thought, card. I thought I thought Artie was gonna pick um, himself way earlier. I thought that was first overall. <laughs> uh, I had a. I saw my opportunity and I had to take it. I guess I'm going to use my wild card and use Vulking season with the. Can I wild card the titles too? Absolutely. Yes. It's all one pick. I'm fine with that. Artie has used one of his wild cards. <laughs> I'm keeping it track in Roman numerals. So. All okay. right. I will t- uh, since you just used the wild card. It is my pick. I will take Brian Danielson. Solid pick. Okay. (laughs) I have to go with this one. My next pick is Effie. Okay. Oh, okay. I will take the tag team of Gummy Boar. Erica Lee and the Boar. Oh, it's okay. a good one. It's a good one. You're gonna like where I'm going with this one. My <laughs> next pick is Rhea Ripley. Okay. <laughs> I'm not checking a lot of people off of my preset list, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I will take with Fonzie Matthew Justice. Mm. Okay. Let's see here. What can I take? I will take the tag team, the Bitcoin Boys. Okay. Um, I will take the trio of the Spectral Envoy, Hollow Wicked, Ultramanus Black, and Frightmare. All righty. Got something going here. <laughs> what is an envoy? <laughs> like, it's like a spectral like, yeah, envoy. What are they like? Right. Some kind of. What are they on? I will, is it like a machine. I will take the tag team. The tag team of the new day. Okay, is that uh, our oh, new day? Okay, okay, I should clarify. That, What's that? Since Big E hasn't wrestled this year, has he? That's what I'm trying to figure. No, but like we're in September. He had that whole early run. I, I forget if, if he had a match at all this year. I know no, he, he hasn't been out for nine months yet, dude. Okay. Like, um, yeah, because he because he went out in the spring, right before. Yeah. Media. From what was that name? The Regicide Riggs? What the fuck's that guy? <laughs> Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland was a stupid name. 
Um, we'll do okay. I'll do uh, I, I'll do uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Okay. I will take Claudio Castagnoli. Mm. Okay. They are technically active this year, and I need them. The Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Kick ass. I can't imagine where this is going at all. <laughs> are you sure you're taking it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the bloodline against the Rock and Roll Express, Steve Austin, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Which would be the greatest match of all time. I will take Alexa Bliss. Mmm, well, I figured you would. Um, who do I need next? For all my, I I was just going to say, for all my politicking to have wildcard picks, I think we're getting a lot of the people that we want. I was going to say, I'm like, (laughs) what what a rib. (laughs) No wildcard picks get you. Okay. You're going to laugh at this one, but I assure you it's funny. Tommy Rich. Wildfire Tommy Rich. And he does have matches, I promise. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I will take Derek Dillinger and Ziggy Hine. Mm. Okay. Who's next here? He had a match this year, so I'm taking him, Ric Flair. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so this will be Ric Flair's real last match. Oh, yeah, no. He, he listens. <laughs> now I hope that. it's a gauntlet of all of the, the blood. <laughs> all these guys. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to take Adam Cole, baby. Okay. There's a reason I'm doing this, and you might be shocked by this one, Adam. Ricky Shane Page. <laughs> uh, not on my list. Um, I imagine. <laughs> I am going to take Avery Good with Sidney Bacabella. Oh, He is he is active this year. He does have matches sporadically. Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to use a wild card and get Ultimo Broski? No, no, I'm <laughs> there. I, not part of the plan. I got this. Uh, all right. Uh, I am going to take Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. Hmm. I think I'm gonna make you really upset here, Adam. Taking That's... Sky Blue. Ooh. All right. See, I'm going to be honest with you. Sky Blue was in my plans as a plan B if I was unable to get my next pick, which is Ty Conte. Mm. Monty or Mello? All right. In my, in for this, it's Ty, it's Tay Conte because uh, it's, it's, it's prenuptial. Yeah, she didn't have the stink of Sammy Guevara on her yet. <laughs> ah, shit. So round 16 is the Adam Van special round, is what we're saying here. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? It's a pretty damn good round. I might use uh, a wild card later for shits and giggles on Sky Blue. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay, is it my turn? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. I think I might have you figured out, Adam Van. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm the, the wheels are turning. I'm like, oh shit! I bet. All right, this is where my plan is going to start to come and fold. I want Shark Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid delivery, Rory Fox. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm going to one up you on that one. I'm going to take the Duke with the hospital. <laughs> oh damn it! I should have picked him as the. For my uh, with the Bitcoin boys, but it's okay. I'll let that one slide. You could, I mean, you could wild card that. I don't got, really need him though. We like, have I plenty to spare. <laughs> I'm telling um, you, I'm thinking of something, and I'm like, oh shit. Um, I need Rhino. <laughs> Big Terry, Rhino. Love me some Terry. He's I'm, the best dude. He's so quiet, soft spoken, and he and he drove drove a Hummer all the way to Berwick, Pennsylvania, from Detroit, like it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ahead, go ahead. It's on me. Um, yeah. I am going to take the House of Black, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King. That's good. That's a good pick. You're gonna be mad at yourself for not making this pick, Adam. Right, I want nice. Isaiah Broner. Okay. Uh, He's actually that's, not in my plan, but... I okay, you're, that's... <laughs> the funny thing is, it's like, you could say that was like a strategic block, but it's not like I can't have him on my show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I know, but we mad you didn't think about it the first time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's on my... Uh, guys, I'll shoot. That's uh, one of the first few people that's on my draft list, but uh, it's Okay. Uh, I am going to take Brian Myers, managed by Smart Mark Sterling. Hmm. Uh, and just to clarify, Adam. Yes. Um, are you taking House of Black with uh, Julia Hart playing uh, Quinn from Daria on that episode where she turns goth? <laughs> you know what? Just to uh, to to just make the people in attendance happy, sure, I'll take Julia Hart with them. <laughs> I'm going to immediately watch that after this episode's done, David. Okay. um, Let's see who we got here. I really do. I was going to say I love the fact that there's very little overlap here. I was worried okay. that we were because we are the same person. We were going to literally put on the same show. <laughs> I assure you, there's a reason for this one. Space monkey. <laughs> I adore I, space monkey. He's he's the best dude. I like him. He's a good dude. Uh, pre-pandemic, I went to a very small indie where Matt was working, and space monkey was there, and so was my next pick, Ethan Page. Ooh, that's a good one. Not good enough for me to wildcard that one, though. <laughs> it's not part of my plan. But you know who is part of my plan? Ernest the Cat Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, he does have matches in 2022. So. One, two, oh, and, you, and, and I want him with that theme song. Yeah, uh, that was the best song. <laughs> All right. I am going to – I'm not done drafting. I've still got some talent, like, for wrestlers that I need to draft. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take my commentary team. Oh, we can do that. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, Joe Sposto, Matt Wadsworth, and Tony Schiavone. Ooh, that is good. All righty. I will take my commentary. Wait, shit, hold on. I'll take my commentary while I'm at it. Um, I'm going to take Nathan Zagura, even though he's a little busy with the Cleveland Browns. And I'll also take, uh, what was this? Uh, Mauro Ranawa. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> I like him. I like oh, Mauro Ranallo. He was awesome. I, and I, I like guess him. for the, the third guy, as a, what, the guy who chimes in, put in John Thorne. Oh, okay. Because you know he's going to make a witty comment once in a while. <laughs> All right. I am going to take Willow Nightingale. Mm, that's, that's a solid pick. Mm. Do I have to get my announcer, too? Uh, I mean, you can if you want to have him, like, in an angle or something like that, but I'm not going to. You're welcome to. Okay. And there's no point, then. Um... I want Kaplan. Okay. Uh, also, maybe somebody in my list. But you take a big man, I'm going to take a big man, and I'm going to go with Rex Lawless. Hmm. Good old Rex. He's, he's very spectacular, you know? Actually, I'm sorry. Can I can I edit that? It was supposed to be a tag team. The tag team That's of fine. Rex Lawless and Big Dan Champion. I see what you're going for here. Kind of like you keep your hand on the the piece of the the chest piece. It's like I didn't take my hand off of it. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Uh. Next up, I'm going to take, and I swear there's there's, there's a purpose to this. Moose. Oh. <laughs> Somebody has to ask questions. Uh. <laughs> I know it's not going to overlap, so we're cool. Uh, I am going to take Danhausen. Okay. Danhausen. Okay, give me a second. Hmm. Does musical guests need to be uh, drafted? I would. I, I once drafted the hives. <laughs> <laughs> no, you caught the hives. <laughs> I was a huge hives fan. Okay, if if that's the case, I have a few I have to draft. Just for <laughs> but musical guests, I need Black Sabbath in the house. <laughs> I think for Black Sabbath. Just for their, <laughs> we got to burn a wild card for Black Sabbath. <laughs> all on. Strategy. <laughs> oh, all right. I am going to take Johnny Gargano. Mm. 
My other musical guest is Kate Bush. It'll make sense, I promise. Probably won't, actually. This is going to be like the episode where Mike Quackenbush sold a bunch of big, uh, NFTs. All right, I'm going to go, just because I was saving this for later, but I'll just go ahead and say it now. I am using a wild card. I am going to take just Roman Reigns with the Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship of the World. Adam Van now has six wild cards remaining. (laughs) Good Lord. I'm just looking at already drafted fucking Black Sabbath and Kate Bush. This is awesome. <laughs> okay, let me see here. I hope he's going over I, what I'm going over my preemptive card so far. Adam, can you draft the Great British Bake Off? <laughs> oh, I should draft twice so I can get the Ed Cody vote. Like not draft like the band twice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's how I knew I found Ed when he came to the wrestling show at Colossal Con was because he was wearing a twice shirt. <laughs> hmm. Next up, I need God. What's her fucking name? Hold on, hold on. I swear she's like the best wrestler ever. I already drafted Alexa Bless. No, 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 no. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> Nikita Lyons. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I am going to take the Great Ocon. Wildest shit I've ever been to spirit. It's my spirit animal. He has to be on the card. <laughs> Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Next, I need Anna J. Oh, nice. That's a good pick. I'm gonna be honest with you. I might have had a, a listing of uh some let's just say top female performers, and yeah. I completely forgot to put her on the list. That's that's. Uh, oversight on my behalf. Um, I, I'm going to make an exclusive rule that Artie's card takes place night one of the collective, and Adam's takes place night two of the collective at midnight. <laughs> Can we pick no, venues? I, I got format plans. You can't. Really uh, let's see. Where, where's it taking place? And where's where's Mania in LA this year? You guys, have to, you can't book the Staples Center for your show. Wait, I wanted to, I want, okay, whatever. Well, yeah, so it has to be in L.A., you said. No, no, don't listen to him. It's wherever it is. So, no, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm teasing. <laughs> I, I just that, I, that was also a bit. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. All right, I am going to take Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Hmm. Uh... I'm going to take CM Punk with the AEW world title. Okay. I am going to take the Young Bucks. 
It all makes sense. Don't worry. It all makes sense. Okay. I I only have a few more picks I need, thankfully. Same. I'm getting, we're, see that? We're just such an alignment. <laughs> yeah, we really are. I need... I need Jim Cornette. Oh, hopefully his spot is that he's just having his head smashed in with a chair right as the show opens. But uh, I am going to use a wild card, and I'm going to take Dom Greeny. Oh, okay. Adam Van has five wild cards for me. (laughs) (laughs) I need – I need Jonathan Gresham. As I, running around world champion? Yeah, sure. Yeah, throw it in. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to take Puff. Wait, who? Puff. Puff? Puff? It's like the pierogi champion of Northeastern PA or whatever. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, uh, I, I wanted to make sure that I was, I heard it right. And you just, I thought you said Buff. No, Puff, P-U-F. I was like... I almost killed Dan Champion. They did a murder on Dan Champion. <laughs> I need Colt Cabana. Scott Colton. All right. Oh, you got you got CM Punk. You got Colt Cabana. I see what's going on here. No, you don't. <laughs> I am going to take blank. Okay. For my final pick. Oh. Final pick. It's all I need. I need... Debating on either or, either you or. You take them both. To be honest with you, if it's your final pick, just use the next one as your next one. Oh yeah, that's right. We really have no limits here. It's great. <laughs> I'm actually going to use a wild card and take Derek Dillinger with Ziggy with the with the intense title. Awesome, MacArthur has five wild cards remaining. Well, I will say. And again, I don't want to be a stickler here. I do have Dillinger, but and that's one of my picks. But Josh Bishop has the absolute and intense title. So if he oh, wants one okay, of those belts, he's got, to, he's got to use another wild card on the belt. Okay, that's fine. I don't need the. I don't really need the belt. <laughs> so he stays with five remaining. Five <laughs> wild cards remaining for Arthur MacArthur. So he's doing Dillinger, okay. Uh, just Dillinger, not Dillinger and Ziggy? Dillinger and Ziggy. Okay, the pair. All right. I am going to take Dan Garcia. Okay. I, I lied. This is going to be my last pick. And this last pick 
Uh, is special. And it's going to be Action Mike Jackson. <laughs> all right, that's 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 it. I'm good. Uh, all right, I I don't I have maybe two or three left here, and I'll just say real quick. Uh, Wheeler Yuta. Okay, going for an actual good show. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. You're you're ever the average age of your card is like fifty two. Ah. <laughs> uh, so after Yuta, I am going to – I need some authority figures to, to play around with. Uh, I am going to use from the LVAC Commissioner Chris Reject. And I am going to use another wild card and take Thorn. You got to. And I am done. Right, let's, let's get these draft picks go, uh, assembled. I think this has to set a record for the most rounds we've ever had. Probably. <laughs> oh, man. When, when the score bad. was settled, there were nine wild cards left on the table. <laughs> <laughs> How many did we use? Like, uh, my math is, like, each one of us, you know? Like, I used... Like, I, uh, you had four remaining, so you used three. Okay. And Artie used two. All right, that's uh, that was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were hoarding every single one of your wild cards until uh, Arthur was done, and then you were going to take every single person that he put on there that you liked. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, you going. I went into this with a plan uh, of what I want to like, who I want to see against who, and I, I got most of them, you know, fair and square. You know, we'll see how we present. You know. I'm uh, surprised by the lack of Cora Jade or her friend <laughs> on Adam's card. Ooh, Cora Jade. Hold on. Let me make sure I don't need her. Uh, <laughs> nah, she, Cora Jade will be there in spirit, but she's not uh, She's not booked. All right. Well, we're going to let the guys get to uh, their booking here. We'll be back with the second half of the A show in just a few minutes here on CKCC Radio. It's coming pretty good. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the Nonther Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. So we have um, bulking season exploding <laughs> here this week. And while Artie drafted first, Arthur MacArthur, the official half of the tag team champions of AIW bulking season, um, the alternate AIW tag team champion, Adam Van, is going to present first That's fine. so that Artie can hear how it all works. All righty. All right, guys, you ready for this shit show? As soon as Artie stops dropping everything onto the microphone in this household. <laughs> I was trying to find my fucking phone. I Yo, go ahead. I'm good. I found it. All right. Thank God. All right. Just waiting for you to settle. All right. All right. All right. So after many years of debates, we thought it would never happen. 
But notorious money mark Adam Van came into some money, came into a lot of money. He greased some wheels, and he made it happen, and he booked a once-in-a-lifetime super show of AIW versus the LVAC. This show will be simulcast from both the Odeon in Cleveland and Sokol's in Bethlehem. So at the Odeon, they're going to roll out those TVs and, like, have everybody watch them on the monitors. And at Sokol's, they're just going to project it onto the wall. So you're going to have two different sold-out crowds watching this once-in-a-lifetime show. Adam, press conference. Okay. Will this will this event be sold on two video cassettes? <laughs> it might have to be. <laughs> Time in. All right. <laughs> so just as a housekeeping note, before the show at the Odeon, the Great Ocon is doing a meet and greet and also hosting the after party. So, uh, oh boy. If you haven't had a chance to party with the Great Ocon, it is a once in a lifetime thing. And that is, that is his involvement in this show. But, uh, thank John Thorne for booking him. So, opening Wally the show, it. opening the show at the Odeon, representing AIW is Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, and Ethan Page as a trios, and they will be facing the LVAC team of Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, Brian Danielson, and Claudio Castagnoli. And you might ask, well, does Brian Danielson wrestle for the LVAC, or does Claudio? No, but the LVAC has its roots in some other places. So we're going to allow it, you know, the boss from LVAC made some phone calls, called some old friends, some old running buddies, some old opponents, and made it happen. So in the opening trios match, again, Gargano, Cole, and Page, versus Hot Sauce, Danielson, and Claudio. Uh, this is, again, a trios match. It is a banger to start things off. Everybody's getting their shit in. Um, however, at the end, the American Dragon, Danielson has Johnny Gargano in, like, that, uh, like, choke thing he does. It's not a crippler crossface, but it's similar. And uh, the the L- What's that? The little bell lock. Yeah, the little bell lock. Uh, and the LVAC picks up the first match. Uh, the, that team wins. So good. Uh, those, we now, we the, now switch those over pockets. Those deep pockets. I know. Those I was getting the, pockets the go money to money. the roots are actually in pro wrestling underground or uh, uh, unplugged. Well, again, they just uh, they answered the phone call. The money market made it happen, and they're all happy about this. So we are back at Sokol's, and we are visited by commissioner of LVAC, Chris Reject. He comes out and he basically threatens the LVAC talent that uh, if they don't do good in this tournament, uh, their job may be on the line. Uh, just to go ahead and look and see what he did to other uh, ne'er-do-wells and people who didn't fall in line with him. So he might call in some uh, less-than-reputable, uh, maybe not LVAC talents to represent or maybe just make sure things go his way throughout the show. But uh, we have representing AIW and defending the Haas boots, the Duke, and his opponents, representing the LVAC, is Big Dan Champion. And I know I might have uh, mis- mixed up my tag teams, but these guys are all on my roster, so bear with me on this. So this is, like, just picture Hogan and Andre doing the stare down at WrestleMania three. You know, this is two of the biggest heavy hitters in our sport, uh, both of them nearly seven feet tall. The Duke is carried out on that throne thing he had at the AIW show recently. Um, this is just a hoss fight, big men slapping meats. However, Dan Champion is not the most successful people in LVAC, and the Duke retains. 
So, press uh, conference. Go for it. I've been in Sokol's. Uh-huh. Where are they fitting, like, a throne or, like, anything like that? Uh, because of the magnitude of this uh, event, they actually had to expand some of the doors at Sokol's. <laughs> oh, okay. You no, know, they were prepared. And, they also reinforced the it, floor. I, that was my next question. How did it not fall through the floor? Um, <laughs> there, were, there was nearly 20,000 people at Sokol's, so... Adam, being the money mark that he has paid for the infrastructure. <laughs> I'm really sad that nobody said Sokols can't fit 20,000 people. Real sad. Um, so next up, we're back at the Odeon. We have representing AIW. We have Danhausen versus his opponent from the LVAC, Blank. So the match starts off, and right away, Danhausen curses Blank. And Blank is unable to open the zipper on the front of his mask, and he panics, and he runs out, and there's a quick countout. Danhausen wins. <laughs> All right, so next up, we have John Thorne comes out, and basically he says that he has a special one-night contract, because he doesn't appreciate what Chris Reject has been saying about how he's going to go get hired guns, so he knew that that kind of shit was going to happen. So he actually brought in some some other people to represent AIW, and in the next match, we have a trios challenge match, the House of Black versus the LVAC Spectral Envoy, Ultramantis Black, Hollow Wicked, and Frightmare. This is probably one of the like the hottest matches so far on the show, like maybe hotter than the opener that had freaking Danielson and Claudio, uh, because these guys are beating the shit out of each other. Uh, every time Brody King, like, just creams Ultramantis, Ultramantis gets back up. And the Spectral Envoy pulls the upset here. Uh, Malachi just didn't look like he was, he was into this. So, uh, maybe his heart's not into the, into the match. But, uh, LVAC pulls the upset against John Thorne's hired guns. So next up, we have at the Odeon, representing AIW, we have Matthew Justice with the Fonz, with Fonzie, versus the best, the best, the best, the best. Avery Good with Sydney Vacabella. So they all get into the ring. Sydney and Fonzie are in each other's face. Fonzie's blowing the whistle. When hold on, hold on, hold on, out comes Smart Mark Sterling with Brian Myers. And Smart Mark says that he arranged for his client, Brian Myers, to be interjected into this match. So we're going to get Justice versus Avery Good versus Brian Myers. Uh, in this match, Justice is basically beating the crap out of everybody. They're fighting in the crowd. A lot of walking, brawling in this. Uh, at one point, uh, Brian Myers is on a table and Justice is up on the balcony. Justice drop, jumps down and just destroys Myers. Uh, Avery Good slides in, steals the win. So Avery Good picks up the win. Uh, again, it was all in Justice's hands. He was the, the favorite for this, but uh, ever the opportunist, Avery wins. Next up, a special Sokol's Challenge match. These people are not directly affiliated with either company, but this is the match that everybody wanted to see a rubber match for. We are seeing Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia. Everybody knows that these two tore down the house at IWTV 100 with an hour time limit draw uh, in probably the hottest venue to ever be wrestled in. Um and then they had another match on AEW that wasn't nearly as long, but uh, 
uh, the money mark. Adam wanted to see this thing uh, played through uh, through its trilogy. So the bell rings. There's a quick roll up. Daniel Garcia wins in 30 seconds with a roll up. A lot of people booing, but Adam's happy that the match didn't take an hour. <laughs> so just a press conference note here. Oh, the Jesus. other place that you have seen Daniel Garcia wrestle uh-huh. that was excruciatingly hot. Yeah. I can tell you this because I ripped the match. Yeah. Was it Sokol's? I didn't say it was Sokol's. Mm. Oh. It wasn't Sokol's. It was the gym in, like, New York where whatever trains. You're saying – what I'm saying is, in addition to the H2O school, also, Uh, Daniel Garcia wrestled in that hot building, Sokol's, for the LVAP. Okay. Well, thanks for uh, stalling my show to tell me this point that doesn't affect my my broadcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, appreciate that. That didn't all derail me. Uh, so next, we're back at the Odeon, and we have representing AIW. We have Britt Baker, and representing the LVAC, we have Willow Nightingale. And Chris Reject comes out, and he's not happy uh, about this. He doesn't have faith in Willow Nightingale. So he went and he hired from the WWE Alexa Bliss. She's going to be interjected into this match. So we now have a three-way. Uh, ooh, three-way. Um, but, oh, my God. But John Thorne comes out, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not fair. Uh, I, I, I don't trust that you're bringing in a hired gun from the WWE. So I brought in to help even the scales. From AEW, I'm bringing in Tay Conti. So we have a four-way match between Britt Baker, Willow Nightingale, Alexa Bliss, and Tay Conti. Uh, everybody's getting their spots in. Alexa does the Twisted Bliss. Uh, Britt Baker does whatever she does. Willow Nightingale's about to get the win, but Britt Baker steals the win from Willow. Uh, great showing from Willow. She needs to be signed, but AIW picks up the win here with, uh, with Britt. All right, next we're back at Sokol's, and we have the reigning and defending AIW Tag Team Champions of the World Bulking Season making their trip to the LVAC, their LVAC debut. And who's their opponent? Super Kick Party! The Young Bucks come out, they grab the microphone, and they're getting booed. Because nobody at the LVAC, nobody at Sokol's likes these guys. And uh, the Young Bucks are on the mic, and we're like, what are you booing us for? We're from here, and they're getting booed. And we're like, yeah, we're not from LVAC. We're from Chikara. And boo, people booing the shit out of the box, booing the C-word. And then out from behind them with, with a set of steel chairs, Puff and Rex Lawless just take the heads off the Young Bucks. Young Bucks are in no condition to compete. So substituting for the Bucks will be the tag team of Puff and Rex Lawless. So we have the strongest man in all the land and Chuck Stone against two of the biggest hosses, biggest powerhouses that the LVAC has to offer. Uh, this is uh, a stiff match. This you got guys just beating the hell out of each other. Uh, chairs, tables. It, it is rough, but you know what? At the end of it, uh, maybe there was a little twin magic. Somebody slid under the ring, came out from underneath. It looked a little bit more refreshed. But bulking season retains in their LVAC. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to do already dirty. Glad I got my win back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up, at the Odeon, 
guys, people are going to think that this this should have been the main event, and it could be a main event in any arena. Out comes the production, Derek Dillinger, Ziggy Heim, and they're saying they'll take anybody that's in the back, anybody that the LVAC wants to throw at them. And then we have the chance. Boar, boar, boar. That's right, Gummy Boar versus the production. A main event in any arena. It's a shame it hasn't happened ten times already. Uh, this is a hard-hitting match. Uh, Dillinger is basically throwing Ziggy at the board to no avail. She's just bouncing right off of him. Uh, uh, Erica Lee is just laying in her shots at Dillinger. At one point, uh, the boar put, he gores Dillinger through a door. And you know what, guys? I might be too close to this topic. It could have gone either way. Gummy Boar picks up the win. Ooh. Uh, but you know what? You could run that back. You could do a best of seven series. However, the most important thing, before I get asked, coming out of that match, zero bumps from the Boar. It's it's impressive. <laughs> so, guys, we're always right with the world. Yep. We're going to stay at the Odeon for our semi-main events. Representing the LVAC, out comes Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston says, you know what? I don't like this bullshit of the LVAC versus the AIW. There's a lot of people on both shows that I, that I, you know, wrestled with, that I'm friends with, that have had my back. Uh, I just want to have a, a hard hitting match with anybody that's back there. Uh, give me your toughest and your baddest guy, uh, in the AIW and let's have a fucking match. So all of a sudden, Always ready! Out comes the Deathmatch King, Matt Cardona, with Chelsea Green. He has the microphone. He says, what? I was the AIW Absolute Intense Champion. I'm just as AIW as everybody else. I will accept that match. So we have, under the intense rules, Eddie Kingston versus Broski. Uh, Broski does a lot of the Memphis stalling. A lot of, uh, doesn't really want to get in the ring with Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie Kingston is uh, not having any of it, uh, and he just basically beats Broski from pillar to post, even makes him do a drop toe hold, and Broski's not a top drop toe hold guy. Uh, Eddie Kingston gets the win, and while it's for the LVAC, everybody at the Odeon is cheering for him. All right, guys, this is our main event of the evening. We're back at Sokol's. I'm sorry, Sokol's gets the final match. Uh, Odeon, you get Green O'Con at the after party, so really you won. Uh, so, for the main events, we have the absolute and intense champion, Josh Bishop, defending his title against Orange Cassidy. So this is a match you didn't know you wanted to see until you saw it. Uh, Orange Cassidy turning on a different gear. He Before that, he tried doing the pockets thing. Uh, Bishop, you know, just kind of chuckling. You know, he's not pissed off about it, but uh, it eventually starts into a hard-hitting match. Uh, referee Tom Dunn, shout out, takes a bump and gets knocked down. Referee Bryce Remsburg from the LVAC comes out and counts a near fall on the match, almost giving the win to Orange Cassidy. Uh, you get the thing where the two referees are basically shouting at each other. They're both pointing at the logos on their shirts. Uh, when Commissioner Reject comes out and says, you know what? Uh, I'm sick of this bickering. We're going to interject another person into this match. And he interjects his last hired gun of the evening. The reigning and defending undisputed WWE champion of the world, Roman ah. Reigns. The head of the table, <laughs> the tribal chief, Mr. Ua Man, 
uh, all of the things. So now they restart the match, and it's Josh Bishop versus Orange Cassidy versus Roman Reigns. Top that, Artie. Uh, <laughs> we get basically, you know, Josh Bishop is thrown out of the ring. We have Roman Reigns and Orange Cassidy doing a face-off. Orange Cassidy does the oh. kicks, the slow-motion kicks on Roman Reigns. Uh, Bishop ends up coming into the ring, and both Roman and Orange Cassidy do Superman punches on Bishop. But despite all of it, at one point, Orange Cassidy is taken out with a spear, and Bishop puts Roman through the door and retains his title. One, two, three, Josh Bishop pins Roman Reigns and retains. And that's the end of the goddamn Super Show. Thank you. Oh, wow. So, press conference. Oh, Jesus, what now? (laughs) I think you forgot one person. What did I forget? Dom. Did. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Okay, can I just tell you where I was going to use them? I completely forgot. Disqualified. <laughs> I win. That's fine. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Uh, God's honest truth. Uh, I'm writing my notes, and I, I have one set of notes on my computer and another set on my phone, and they didn't match. That's why my break might have taken a little longer. I was originally going to have Dom be the special guest referee in the AIW tag titles and somehow screw bulking season out of the titles. <laughs> oh my God. Of course. But I'm glad uh, I was going to have him turn heel, obviously, because nobody would want uh bulking season to lose, but yeah, I completely forgot about Dom. I, I apologize. You know what? It, Cause I stole him at the very end. Uh, disqualify me. Vote for Artie. <laughs> new rule going, going forward, Matt. <laughs> The the newest Adam Van rule on the show is if you do not use someone that was drafted, you're immediately disqualified. Yeah, because it God. hasn't happened at least like ten times in the history of this show. All right, I, don't, I think this is maybe the second or third. Yeah, you don't I mean, <laughs> Kev, Kev did forget an entire match when he was on. So <laughs> yes, that was the first strike. All right, Artie, what do you got? All righty, well. The year's 2022, but Artie McArty, Arthur MacArthur, uh, went back in time to his former self in the 20s and told him to invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> and so 80, 90 years later, he's a billionaire. Like, he put all of his winnings from the circus days into Bitcoin. And like I said, he is a multi-billionaire. So he has all the money in the world, and he has rented out Cleveland Brown Stadium during the summer... <laughs> Cleveland Brown Stadium in the summer for the Artie McArty party. <laughs> and he has, oh an with, he has an agreement with Tony Khan and Vince or Triple H at this point, whoever runs WWE at this point, I don't know, about using talent and whatnot and everything. Um, you know, the show started off hot. Fireworks are going off. The Jets are flying by. Uh, having PTSD from the overtime loss this past, actually no, not overtime, but they lost 31-30, it was awful, so fans are a little unhappy about that, but it's okay. Uh, the show kicks off with, uh, you know, our, my theme song hitting off, uh, Night on Bald Mountain, and uh, everyone goes crazy, I'm here to introduce the fans like Hulk Hogan did, the one mania, you know, I have a little speech, thank you for coming out to Cleveland Brown Stadium, first energy stadium, this is going to be a great party, then all of a sudden, uh, that one song, Ricky Shane Page comes out uh, to he starts playing, and everyone thinks, "Oh, it's uh, it's his friend Pete Dunne." No, it's Ricky Shane Page, and he's all upset. He goes on his tangent like he's been on Twitter. 
talking about how companies need to hire real wrestlers and not the internet fad. He's going crazy. He starts whining that he's not getting a contract. He's in the ring. He's starting to fuss and saying he's not leaving until he gets to have a real match. And then all of a sudden, the glass shatters. Here's Stone Cold Steve Austin. The fans are going wild. They can't believe Artie has so much money. And Stone Cold Steve Austin goes to the ring and says, Oh, you you upset? What? You couldn't get on AEW? What? Tony Khan doesn't like you? What? You you you're no longer straight edge. What? You are you are you you can't you're not as good as Luigi Primo. What? And as, he's just not having this. But the fans are clamoring. They want to see Ricky Shea Page go at it. And Stone Cold Steve Austin and Stone Cold asked the crowd, "Do you want to see me and Ricky Shea Page have one match in front of all of y'all? Yeah, hell yeah, all that stuff." But Stone Cold says, I'm not having my last match against Ricky Shane Page. Gives him a stunner. Everyone's happy. And Ricky Shane Page is upset. <laughs> so our first opening bit's not a match, but rather just a, a total rib on Ricky Shane Page. Maybe don't complain about, you know, real wrestlers and, you know, work on yourself. Focus on you, man. Anyways, that's the opening of the Artie McCarty party. And now we have the Animal Scramble. Artie McArty wants a zoo-type scramble with all sorts of animal-themed guys. We have Space Monkey coming out against Shark Boy versus Moose versus Rhino versus Ultimo Dragon versus Ernest the Cat Miller. But the catch, everyone comes out with the animal that they're associated with. So Space Monkey has a chimp monkey. Shark Boy has a tank coming with him that's a, ta- a shark. Uh, moose has a big moose. Uh, Rhino... Somehow was able to get from the Cleveland Metro Zoo a rhinoceros. Ultimo <laughs> Dragon has a Komodo dragon because dragons don't actually exist, you know. And Ernest the Cat Miller, of course, I let him borrow my cat almond. Um, <laughs> this is a pretty entertaining scramble. The animals are going kind of crazy. Uh, I think um, the rhino actually hits the shark tank and the shark flies everywhere. It's a mess. Animal control's already called. But the fans are loving this. They're not even focused on the match at this point. But... You know, a lot of cool high spots, Space Monkeys wowing everyone, hitting everyone with a tail. Ultimo Dragon is in prime shape. He's doing everything. Rhino hits everyone with a gore. Rhino clears house. The Rhino, the heat's just getting to him. This is early in the day, mind you. This is the summer. And Rhino's a little dehydrated. He partied too hard. He passes out. Ernest the Cat Miller, who's been doing nothing the entire time but dancing, finally goes in the ring and pins him. One, two, three. Ernest the Cat Miller is the winner of the Animal Scramble. And, of course, everyone starts saying to somebody call my mama, and it's great. That was part of my draft, after all. Anyways, you got the next match, the Who Make It The Best Pizza match with Luigi Primo versus Dominic Garini. And this is not your standard wrestling match. No, we have two ovens and a whole, uh, you ever see uh, Iron Chef? We have a whole pizza, like, Iron Chef thing going on in the ring. <laughs> and everyone's like going crazy and then you know John Thorne's on commentary saying well we need a real Italian to officiate this thing all of a sudden the FBI music hits here comes wildfire Tommy Rich yes <laughs> guest referee of the who make it the best pizza match and they're going crazy Luigi Primo's throwing it up there Dom's stressing out He's he starts yelling Artie Artie I can't find my pepperoni he's blaming me for everything and then all of a sudden, just as they're about to take out the pizza and try try their first slice for this contest, 
here comes Jim Cornette, who's very upset. Jim Cornette is pissed off that this is the state of wrestling. He can't believe that 70,000-plus wanted to fill Cleveland Brown Stadium to watch this garbage and wanted a serious wrestling match. Dom proceeds to pile drive him onto the pizza pie, and Luigi Prima throws a piece of dough at him and then proceeds to throw him in the oven. Jim Cornette's hurting <laughs> pretty badly, oh. but uh, we do have good medical staff on hand at the Artie McCarty party and Cleveland Brown Stadium. I think that's the fourth confirmed. Jim this is the fourth time somebody's been killed on the A-Show. No one's been actually killed, but Jim Cornette is hurt pretty badly. Um, yeah. I think, but, I think anyway, the winner, the, uh, Tommy Rich finally does get the chance to uh, taste the pizzas, and Dominic Green actually uses a special sauce with a Chef Boyardee, and that wows him enough, and he gets the win. So Dominic Green now officially makes the, make, makes, uh, the best pizza. Sorry, Luigi. You had a good run. Anyways, Artie McCarty decides we have to have a, a little throwback from the greatest of all time back then, greatest of all time now, with the Rock and Roll Express versus the New Day. And uh, this is a pretty hot contest. The uh, only problem is, uh, so they're, they're doing entrances. You know, the New Day, uh, they're doing their thing with the pancakes everywhere. Well, Robert Gibson is just distracted by these pancakes the entire time. Love the guy. Ricky Morton's doing all the work, doing all the bumps, Canadian Destroyer and whatnot. But Robert Gibson's out there the entire time while while Ricky's taking the heat. You know, he wants that hot tag, but Robert is just smacking away at these pancakes laying around. He, they had a lot of pancakes. <laughs> that Browns catering is no joke. Uh, but eventually, he's finally had enough. He sees Ricky's bleeding. He's blading. You know, God love him. Takes a hot tag, knocks them all out. They hit their double drop kick, and uh, the Rock and Roll Express are your winners. Real hot contest and the show respect at the end. Uh, Big E couldn't make it because he wasn't drafted, and he might, he's hurting my, in my world, my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, CM Punk is promised a world uh, a main event spot, uh, the million dollar ladder match. You know because he he needs this money. That's what he's in this business for. And CM Punk goes out there waiting for his mystery opponent. And boom, glass shatters hits. He can't believe it. He's finally getting what he's always dreamed of, a match with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And as the, the big four-wheeler comes out, the guy comes out, it's Colt Cabana in a bald cap. Giant <laughs> Colt Cabana is just not having it. This is a good giant rib, and uh, this is for the AEW World Championship as well. And, um, yeah, you know, they go at it eventually. Cole Cabana is your winner, grabbing the million-dollar briefcase and the AEW World Championship. And CM Punk is proceeded to be fired from AEW with the uh, guidance of Artie McCarty. Anyways, we have intermission coming up. Uh, you know, fans have been really excited to watch Cole Cabana win it all. Um, but Artie McCarty knew it was hot at the time, uh, Stranger Things, so we hired Kate Bush to sing Running Up That Hill. Uh, the crowd's going nuts. They love this. Great throwback. A lot of good visuals going on. Unfortunately, Kate Bush is only good for one song, so the intermission's very short, and the fans are not happy. Um, I didn't draft him, but I'm going to use him anyways, because this is kind of a free agent. Uh, all of a sudden, Kid Rock comes out of nowhere. He's like, oh, you can't oh. run up the hill without me. And then he starts singing his own version of Running Up the Hill. But it's very anti-Biden. It's very awkward. People don't know how to feel about it. There's a few Let's Go Brandon chants, but 
it, you know, it's weird. We don't need the politics in, in wrestling. And then all of a sudden, the obscure band that did the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels vignette from uh, WrestleMania 26, who did Running Up the Hill, comes out. They sing their own version, and they all band together to sing Running Up That Hill. It's been played three times at intermission. The fans are so confused. They love the story. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have what we think is going to be a triple threat between Sky Blue, Anna Jay, and Nikita Lyons. And the fans are just, you know, they're sweating their balls off. They are just, they're, they're down bad. Like 70,000 plus, I'm sure a lot of them are mad, are just loving what they're seeing, you know, because they, just, they love women's wrestling for, you know, the holds and all that. Then all of a sudden, woo, Ric Flair's music hits. Oh boy. He's he's strutting down the aisle. Takes him like five, ten minutes because he's you know he's old. This is a long ramp here at Brown Stadium, and Ric Flair goes on the mic. He says uh, he talks about you know he had a, one match before, but he wants to have one more because he sees sees three young, beautiful, talented women, and he would be honored to wrestle them. And uh, lo and behold, I decide you know what you can have it, Rick. Ric Flair. We the ring bell, the bell rings. Ric Flair immediately bumps. He wants them to get on screen for the pin, but they refuse. Ric Flair is pleading with them to make contact, but they just won't. <laughs> eventually, eventually, Nikita Lyons decides to you know go for it. Goes for a split legged thing, and Ric Flair gets up immediately, starts strutting and wooing all over the place. He's excited, but this adrenaline's got him so fired up. His his heart, he can't handle it. Oh, he no. passes out. And uh, the ref wants to make the stop. You know, two girls going away. And then, oh, no, Ric Flair, small package of sky blue out of nowhere. He was faking the whole time. Ric Flair wins <laughs> off of the dirty tactic, <laughs> pretending to be holy. And then he announces he's been engaged for the 10th time. <laughs> really emotional moment. Okay. We're going good here. We have the anything goes four-way. We have Isaiah Broner's music hit. We have Kaplan's music hit. We have the beast, Brock Lesnar, come out. And they're waiting for their fourth opponent. And lo and behold, it's action Mike Jackson. This man is a rag doll the whole fight. Everyone's throwing bodies. You know, they're going up the ramps this day. And they're going all the way to the nosebleeds. At one point, action Mike Jackson's thrown from the balcony to the lower section. Don't know how he survived, but he did. The man is tough as nails. Um, eventually, Kaplan gets tossed through the scoreboard, uh, and Brock Lesnar actually, you know, kicks Action Mike Jackson over the field goal post. We weren't able to take those down. Uh, <laughs> but eventually, uh, Action Mike Jackson finds one of the, the field carts for the Browns and runs over Brock Lesnar, and the weight is too much for Brock to push up, and Action actually gets the pin off of that. Action Mike Jackson, your winner of this Really crazy, nuts, anything goes four-way. <clears throat> Next up, we have what should be a real crowd-pleaser with Rhea Ripley going against Effie. And, you know, Rhea Ripley's really trying to dominate Effie this whole time, you know. But Effie loves it. He's saying, harder, daddy. He, you know, getting the chops and everything. Effie's loving it. And Rhea can't understand how he's withstanding this. It's a real... Heated bout, I guess you could say. The crowd is very mixed on how they feel about it. Half of them want that, that want to be Effie. The other want, you know, they they're just so conflicted. But eventually, Rhea Ripley does 
take uh, pin Effie, and uh, they have a kiss after, and Effie is not about it because, you know, he doesn't swim that way. God bless him. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> we got, for the ROH uh, World Championship, we have Derek Dillinger versus Jonathan Gresham. And uh, this whole match is, you know, your standard traditional match. There's nothing crazy. Derek's just getting 70,000-plus going wild. He, he keeps making fun of Jonathan Gresham for being short, and Jonathan Gresham keeps telling him how he's ranked high in the PWI, and the crowd's so confused, doesn't know what that is, and they start laughing. You know, this, this, is a, this is a slower down kind of a match, but eventually Jonathan Gresham does some octopus crazy shit to get the win. Good for you, Jonathan. You, you retain the, the ROH title. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for, the main event, Vulcan season is defending their AIW Tag Team Championships versus the Usos. This is a great, hot, back-and-forth matchup. I, I, we're getting there. Don't worry. I saw that. You know, they're having a great back-and-forth match. It looks like, you know, they, they are about to win. All of a sudden, Paul Heyman pulls the ref. Here comes Roman Reigns. Here comes Sami Zayn. They start beating down on balking season. It's a bad sight. You know, how embarrassing. Artie McArty. Oh, by the way, Ozzy Osbourne. Did the intro for Balking Season with Iron Man with Black Sabbath? Just yeah, I, I left that important detail out. <laughs> ah! But anyways, as that's happening, uh oh, the Bitcoin boys—they come out. They, they they be bitter rivals sometimes, but the Bitcoin and Balking Season—we're brothers in this business. They're their own bloodline. They're the bulk line, the Bitcoin line, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> they decide. And then John Thorne stands up. He's like, Artie, I might not be the charge of this show, but I'm still the boss of AIW. And he goes on a rant. And then Nathan Zagura pleads with the crowd, who's also like the Browns announcer for the radio, who, if you want to see this turn into an eight-man tag match, I'm sorry we couldn't draft uh, uh, Teddy Long for this moment. He says, yes, we have the match. It's going great. The, the bloodline versus balking season and Bitcoin. A great eight-man tag. It's going nuts. Um, finally, you know, the, the very last moment, Artie McArty looks like he's down for the count. All of a sudden, here comes Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne coming from the, the, you know, from the locker room after his performance of Iron Man. He bites the head of Roman Reigns. Not off, of course, but Roman Reigns is stunned. He can't believe it. All of a sudden, Chuck Stone takes this moment to give Roman Reigns the big back. Breaking power bomb. Everyone hits their solo finish on Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns kicks out. We can't believe it. And then, um, yeah, basically after that, uh, Roman Reigns uh, hits the spear out of nowhere on uh, Mikey Montgomery. And uh, after a little scramble, and uh, the bloodline do win. And uh, John Thorne's so pissed off at what just happened because Mikey just blew the big main event. John Thorne comes out, 99 Problems plays out in the speakers, and John Thorne hits Mikey Montgomery with his own finishing move, a big pile driver. Mikey might be hurt. They all have a big show of respect at the end. It's a great event, and that's the Artie McCarty party. To do a show that's not interrupted seven times. Great job, man. <laughs> I... My... I have a... If, if we're getting technical here... Um, Ozzy Osbourne was not drafted singularly. But he's in Black Sabbath. But you, but you took away from 
It was supposed to be Black Sabbath as a whole. <laughs> but no, they're, they're, they're there. Black Sabbath is performing our song. So it's, so yeah. it's okay because while Adam forgot Dom, yeah, Artie did not do anything with Ziggy. Ooh. Oh! So it cancels out. We're both yeah, I was going to say, the two flex cancel each other out. I forgot to write her down. It's okay. Yeah. And, and if, <laughs> so, if I was, like, uh, an anal, like, snitch, like like Matt is, I would point out that Kid Rock was not drafted. And, like, I, I don't understand. Like, I'm fine with it. Again, I'm trying not to do the bit, but it just seems like I'm being attacked. That's all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm being attacked. Listen, I never endorsed Kid Rock being anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but and I, I wish that it ended with Kid Rock being pile driven to death. But but alas, we now leave it to you. Listen, the man rhymes things with things on purpose. That's not how things work. Um, we leave it to you, the listeners of the A Show at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter. You can vote for Adam with a very strong AIW versus LVAC card. Uh, WrestleMania 2 style, just two locations instead of three, which logistically works a lot better. Um, or the Artie McArty party, which um, had a pizza making contest. <laughs> and how, how great is it that both Artie and I both put ourselves as money marks? Like, we're the guys trying to like, financing it, at least. Actually, that, that that's funny that inadvertently you definitely did the same exact thing. One mind working is one mind. <laughs> so, Artie. i about this. Yep. Artie, um, where, are, where can we see you in the ring? see me everywhere brother no you can see me all the time in absolute intense wrestling where i am one half of the aiw tag team champions with chuck stone and bulking season uh you can see me where, where have i been lately i don't know like as far as like where the viewers would see um a lot of my IWTV stuff is gone now aiw pulling out um well, you will let me look at my schedule here. Where are you next? Um, I won't. Maybe I'm spoiling things a little bit, but I will be at Black Label Pro this late October. Uh, I will be rematching the Rock and Roll Express in October as well. Uh, I have the wrong thing. Up. Where are your socials so people can find out more about these upcoming matches? For sure. Uh, well, you could also see me at a merge as well. Uh, you could uh, follow me on Twitter at, at @strongmcarthur. Uh, I have an Instagram, um, Arthur two underscores MacArthur, and um, we also yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't. I, I have Facebook, but don't add me there. That's weird. <laughs> Adam, let's talk about the soon-to-be-named network, which you are the MVP of. Uh, I'm the ace of the soon-to-be-named network, and uh, we're not going to talk about all the shows. We're just going to talk about my show, uh, which is At Odds with Wrestling, which uh, Artie is a frequent caller of. Uh, yeah. Recently lost his sepia button, though, but uh, 
that's neither here nor there. But yeah, at odds with wrestling, we're a lifestyle brand, dabbles in wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and check me out on all the socials at the man Adam Van. I've As <laughs> Thank you uh, for your plugs there. Um, I personally, this coming Saturday, October 1st, will be repping for Frontier Pro Wrestling at the Big Wheel Skating Rink in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. And then coming up on October 16th, I'll be returning to Smashmaster Wrestling, uh, where I just was oh, as of this recording yesterday. Um, and that will be... In conjunction with the NEPA Horror Fest, we will be at the Circle Drive-In in Dixon City, Pennsylvania. Uh, gates open at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock bell time, outdoors, at the drive-in. It's going to be pretty cool. Trying to think of anything else I have coming up. I uh, If you don't, Matt, I have something to talk about. Go for it. Uh, okay. So, um, uh, for the folks that know... Uh, about when I came up to back to Pennsylvania for a uh, a very short stint a couple weeks ago, I went there to record a music album uh, with uh, one of my best friends, uh, Ted Hazard, and I played uh, the bass on every single one of his tracks. I recorded seventeen tracks, and it was a wild day. I just we just got the master, or we just got the first mixes of the second day of recording that finished the other day, and I'm about ready to listen to them, and they're going to be awesome. Uh, so when that album's ready to come out, I'm going to start plugging it. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited. It, it, it was, it was uh, a lot for Chris to be able to make the trip up here to record for those few days. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, quite, it was quite the trip. So, um, yeah, so coming up soon, I'll send people out some links for that Spotify album. Very cool. We are a part of CKCC Radio. I check out all of our shows at ckccradio.com. In addition, outside the network, we've already talked about add-ons with wrestling. Uh, also, check out We Need Wrestling, Final Wrestling Place, Pod Van Dam, Hit My Music, Not Another Sports Podcast, and Honorable Mention, the Hooligans of Pops, Viewer's Choice, IWTV Guide, The Stardom Cast, WWE War, No Chance in Helmet, The Rockin' Randy's Podcast, and Porch Talk. Also, if you are a new user for independentwrestling.tv, that's IWTV, um, or Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium, use the code word DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T. It does not get you anything for free. But it does let Jerry know that you signed up because you're listening to the A show. And also, just launched this past week, the renewed NEPAWrestling.com. Yes. Local wrestling, uh, local wrestlers. People Check that article out. Kyle's working real hard. So, we don't know who's next for this season or what year it's going to be. How do you follow up on this show, though? That's the thing, you know? If ever there was a time to go out, it would have been this episode. <laughs> this was, I, I got to hand it to you guys. I mean, I knew it was going to be good, but this has been a real, real solid episode. And uh, Adam, thank you for ending your embargo <laughs> on the A-show. 
Yeah, no problem. I think, uh, uh, how long has this bit been going? You know, it's yeah, a couple of years uh, now. It, it felt like it was, it was as long as the first, uh, climax of Game of Thrones was. Like, like, like a, almost a, uh, season and a half build. Yeah, like, there, a good analogy, cause like, at, there were points in this bit that were like the Red Wedding that were like, really good. <laughs> and the last couple months were just the last season of Game of Thrones. You know, it was like, oh really, we're, we're gonna keep doing that, huh? <laughs> oh, that person's gonna win in the end? Oh, alright. You know, so. Uh, um, yeah, it was it was fun, uh, even though the majority of my listeners hated the bet. I liked it. That's all that matters. It's funny. I, I did just see the add-ons, and Joe's like, uh, you know, a lot of this is starting to creep over into our show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would just laugh. Um, but thank you as well, Arthur MacArthur. Yes, sir. Uh, hopefully... Um, at some point, someone here uh, in the Eastern PA region uh, brings in bulking season. It'd be cool to have you guys out east. <laughs> well, with that said, <laughs> right. make sure you get over to our, our Twitter at the HLCKCDC. Thank you all for listening. My name is Matt. I'm Chris. And we will see you. <laughs> <laughs>